listener production. Just a couple of happy boys popping out a daily podcast. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Thursday to you. Hope you're going very well. I'm Alex, that's Matt. And with us is our producer, Bron. And Bron, you've been looking a little bit um, a little bit rattled this week. Uh, yes, at Easter lunch. A topic came up that really split the table 50-50. Mm-hmm. Are you in the midst of a succession-like family drama right now? Almost. <laughs> I, I have been enjoying succession. Um, so, pot fillers. Are you guys for or against? Pot fillers? In a house. What's a pot filler? It's like a tap you put over your stove so you don't have to fill your big pot up at the tap and carry it over. You just have a tap over the um, stove. That's genius. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I've never heard of it and I'm so not into it. I think it looks... See, I told you, 50-50. So wait, it's a sh- <laughs> It's like a shower for your oven. It's a tap. It's a, sh- it's a shower for your spaghetti, really. Yeah. I mean, how much, are you, how much stuff are you cooking that you can't carry the pot of water? Let me guess. Steve's Italian family <laughs> has one of these. No, we, Your partner Steve's Italian family. I, I wish we all... No, we're talking... A lot of people are doing renovations at the moment in the family. And oh, some people are saying... Oh, you're wondering if you should get one. Yeah. People are saying, we want one. Other people are saying, that is ridiculous. <laughs> and where's the handle for the tap? Is it back at the sink? Is it just next to the... No, it's on the thing. Look, Damn. I don't know. I can see in a really big, luxurious kitchen how this could work, but it seems a little bit in the way to me. I'm not sold, but then again, I... You won't believe it. I've made mistakes in the past, so <laughs> I I may not be the right person to consult here when it Have comes to Have you made interior design mistakes in the past? No, I haven't, but I would love to get a spa bath at home, mm. but um, it just reeks of never getting used and ending up with little rats stuck in the pipes. I did see on um, Marketplace someone's in inverted commas, selling a spa bath, but they were saying, free pickup. We're getting rid of this. If you can move it, it's yours. (laughs) So I think that probably bodes well. Yeah, well, look, we are the bubbles in your bath here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Or pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Or pot of pasta. And we are here to give you an absolutely massive episode yet again, as always. Alex Dyson, something popped into my head over the weekend. I thought I'd do a little bit of light investigation into one of Australia's most beloved bands. I've also, oh, the worst news happened to me sitting in the makeup chair at work and I want to share it with you. It's absolutely hard. Gut, gut-wrenching. All right. I've hit a certain stage of my life. It's all going down on today's episode. Hope you're having a good one. Let's dive right in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, I was watching The Wiggles on the weekend. It's a very good band. I hosted the Rolling Stone Awards last week. They um, were nominated for a couple of little little tasty ones. That's because they're, they're the goats, mate. They're the goats. <laughs> they are genuinely the greatest of all time. Probably some of the most powerful musicians in Australia. Oh yeah. I mean, you talk about your, you know, your Kevin Parkers, all right. Your Jess Malboys, your, your Guy Sebastian's, your Deltas. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, they've got a lot of power, but do they have the power to, you know, change a three-year-old's mind about spaghetti? 
Yeah. Or I was hanging out with my mate who's got a two-year-old. Wouldn't brush his teeth without the Wiggles YouTube song, Brush Your Teeth. Exactly. (laughs) If the Wiggles didn't exist, we would have rotting teeth across this country. Right? Spaghetti makers would be going out of business. All potatoes would be lukewarm. (laughs) Right? It would be an absolute disaster. But do you know what I was thinking about the Wiggles, right? Because I've gone through a few members, but the thing that really jumped out at me, and this has no connection to anything, but it just... I was like watching them all, right? Because they were mm. all there dancing and everything. And I was like, these guys have all hooked up with each other a lot. <laughs> Why would you think that? <laughs> well, not the actual, like not many of the Wiggles have actually hooked up with each other. Right. All right. But when I was like, I was like, hmm, hold on. Because I was looking at Lockie and I was like, and Lockie and Emma were married, Right. 2016, they got married. Right. So this is, this was the yellow wiggle and the purple wiggle. Yeah. And Emma's just left for, and now, so Hay has replaced um, Emma. But while Emma was there, Lockie and Emma were together and that's like well-documented. And then they separated. And then after that, Emma met Oliver Bryan, who is a musician for the Wiggles, right? They got married just this year. Wait, are we doing days of our lives in the yes, in the Wiggles tour Yes, because then look bus? at this. Because then in 2020, Lachlan and Dana Stevenson, who appeared in the Wiggles Big Ballet Day, right, was a dancer for part of the, one of the Wiggles shows. They announced their engagement. They've got two kids. So two people from the Wiggles who were together, amicable separation, and then got together with other wing, Wiggles adjacent members. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then... There's nothing to this, by the way. This is just, just Matt's hot wiggles relationship goss. I just find it really My God, these people just live many. You go through any There's workplace, nothing. there'd be your single people in relationships and that kind of thing. Well, well, I don't know. I'm just wondering, is Wiggles Land or whatever, like, particularly spicy? Well, like, why are you even interested in where <laughs> members of the Wiggles put their feather swords? I mean. I just, I just find it. What it shows to me, okay, wait, hold on. I'll just, I'll just break down a few more. There's more? Oh, oh God, yeah. There's so many more. Oh, wow. So Simon Price, who was the Red Wiggle, he's married to Lauren Hannaford, okay? They met when she was being Dorothy the Dinosaur during the 2011 tour. Woo. So they've got, uh, they've, they've become parents to their proud son, uh, Asher. Uh, Anthony Wiggle, yeah, Anthony Fields, sorry, mm. who's Blue Wiggle. Longest serving. He's, well. yeah, he's, he's the, the OG, the big boy. Um, he's currently married to a former dancer with the Wiggles, Michaela Patistias, and they've got three children. And then Sam Moran, who's an ex-Wiggle, former yellow Wiggle, so taken over by Emma, um, and now Sahay, uh, Sam met his ex-wife, Lynn Stuckey, who was a dancer with the Wiggles <laughs> in 2006. She was playing Dorothy the Dinosaur. Now. Whoa. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like this. Something's going on <laughs> in Wiggle World where it's like mm. love is in the air. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's. Two, two, also, chugga, chugga. Yeah. It also makes me. Maybe that's what they were saying to Jeff. Like, wake up, Jeff. There's lo- love is all around you. Well, the question is, <laughs> why are they in the bed with Jeff? <laughs> that's the question. What's okay. going on here? So, anyway, I just thought, like, it was, I just found it really interesting. Do you not find that interesting at all? 
It is, but shouldn't <laughs> should private lives stay private? Like, these people are allowed to. Of course they're allowed to. Yeah. I'm not, there is literally no judgment. But, like, I just find it really interesting that, like, because what it says to me as well is that the being a wiggle is so all-consuming. True. That, like, you, you know, where do you meet people? Like, you're, you're probably on the road 24 sevs. Mm-hmm. Your audience is kids. Right? Yep. And you're like just rehearsing, filming. So it's like hardcore stuff. These people are like, they're more intense than professional athletes. Yeah, exactly. Unlike Cisco. (laughs) Yes. There's no groupies in the Wiggles, so you got to look (laughs) in-house. Exactly. Because I don't know whether we've talked about this before. I think we have. When we went and saw Cisco, (laughs) the thong song, after Cisco's performance, one of Cisco's, you know, dudes just stood at the side of stage and yelled out into the lightly packed theatre. Um, Yo, anyone want to party with Cisco? Come right here to the side of stage. You come backstage and party with Cisco. The Wiggles would never be asking the parents to come yeah, back and bring exactly. the kids. That's the biggest. Vibe kill ever. Biggest vibe kill of all time. There's no sh- bottles being popped backstage. <laughs> Well, Alex Dyson, it finally happened, and it's something I've been running from for a very, very long time. You go for runs? It's <laughs> <laughs> news to me. <laughs> Only when the pizza shop is closing, I need to get there before. Whoa, my pepperoni. Um, oh, mate, it was a sad day in the makeup truck. The makeup truck. What were you doing in the makeup truck? Well, you know, I'm filming this little dinky little Aussie classic. Well, I heard, I think that makeup trucks are actually the the best form. What do you mean? Of truck. Mm, yep. It's the yep. same as same as sex. Makeup sex, best form of sex. Makeup truck, <laughs> best form of truck. You have to have an <laughs> argument before you get get into makeup truck. <laughs> yeah. Um it's nice every day going in there, getting your makeup done, getting getting made to look nice. Someone mm-hmm. else worrying about it as well. I don't have to think. They like they have a set thing that I have to look like every morning. Mm-hmm. And so I go in there and I sit in the chair and we chat. Oh, I don't go to makeup trucks as often as you do, but the conversations I have in those chairs when you're getting made up are amongst the most interesting in the world. Oh, absolutely. I was getting my face done one time. Lady was telling me how she saw a ghost in her house at one point. Well, not in the truck, I hope. No, no, no. no we it would have been a very good-looking ghost. <laughs> Imagine that, haunting the makeup truck. <laughs> have access to all that kit. I'm sitting there, and we're having a chat with our makeup artist, Jody. Incredible. Mm-hmm. She's got the clippers out, okay? Just giving me a little bit of a haircut. Mm-hmm. Then just whips the blade off. You know, I was getting a two-blade or whatever. So we're going the... And there's that black shield over it to give you yeah, like yeah, a number she's, two. She's whipped yeah. it off. She's whipped that off. Mm-hmm. And just ducked in a little bit, just above my ear, right? Sure, get the nice line across. No, but I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Why did you just take that off? What's going on here? She goes, oh, nothing. No, it's nothing. I say, wait, wait a second. What were you just getting rid of? And she goes, oh, you know, it's it's really, it's no no big deal. Hang on, was it above the ear? It was above. It was in like my most most of my hair. Okay. I lean forward. 
That's a grey, Alex Dyson. <laughs> Mate, you got your first grey. Well done. Now listen to me. Mm-hmm. We have talked about my hair <laughs> a lot over the past six to seven years. Yeah. I have come to grips with being that balding guy. Sure. Okay? It has been quite the journey. Yep. It has, and it's and it's still there, and I'm still on it, and you know what? I'm embracing. I'm taking the tourist route. All right? <laughs> to acceptance. <laughs> there is no point in going on the highway. I am just, I'm enjoying mm-hmm. the journey mm-hmm. as I head to that, that zero all over lifestyle that I'm going to have one day. Right. So you're going to go full number zero all over. I will one day. I will one day. But... But having the greys, I've always taken pride in the fact, well, I'm balding, but at least <laughs> it's all black. And now I'm both, Alex Dyson. I'm bald and grey. Ah! It's over! Matt kind is balder, Matt is bald, and his hair is grey. And his hair is grey. It's taken a, it's taken a while to get him to say, to get him to say. Mate, it was honestly such a moment. I was like, this is it. It's officially the end. I am old now. Mate, don't worry about the grey. I am sure in here... There is a grey hair or two. I yeah, am but sure. you're not bald as well. See, it's like <laughs> I that's the problem. It's I could handle one or the other. The fact that it's both means this is the end. <laughs> All right. I was gonna try to make you feel better as well. Like, you know, hanging out with Kyra Wheatley so much at Comedy Republic, like he's getting the silver sort of fox going through the salt and pepper. And yeah, he, the amount of compliments he gets on his hair. hair. He's got- <laughs> He's got so much hair. It's very thick and lush, so. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't care what colour it was if there was lots of it. And I wouldn't care that there's not much of it if it's all the same colour. But now I'm nothing. I am nothing. There are many attractive, successful people who have done the double, but Who? Name a single person. Um, John Malkovich? <laughs> okay. I'm not being fair to John Malkovich. Um... Come on, Alf from Home and Away? Alf? I was one of Who's Sexiest People. When? Okay. Yes, I was in 2018, I'm pretty sure. Damn. <laughs> Can you not say damn like you're surprised? Like, No, I didn't. I said it as in like, damn. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Go back listen to the like, tape. Damn, what the, what the hell is up with Who magazine? Yeah, well... I guess your hair and Look. print media have a similar thing linking them. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the way out. <laughs> They're on the way out. <laughs> it's inevitable. Look, I needed to know, when did you realise you were officially old? That's the question right. I hit up our listeners. Just the realisation. It was. This is it. There's no going back from here. Mm. I am officially old now. I'm officially an old, balding, grey-haired man. Melissa, I heard music from my teens slash early 20s on a... Classic hits radio station. That hits hard. That's, that is happening more and more. Like I'll mm. be in like Kmart and yeah. I'll be like, oh, jam. Yeah. I haven't heard this for a while. And then I'll be like, oh, no. Yeah, you radicals, you only get what you give or something like that. <laughs> you're like, what? Classic hits? Oh, I was coming of age. Uh, Chloe, finding the youth loud and annoying. I wanted to call the cops at a party in my street at 9 p.m. for a noise complaint. <laughs> oh, my God. It happens all the time. 
the girls that live out the back of my place, always just having drinks on a Saturday Arvo, just having drinks. And I literally just go, I hate you. <laughs> I, I can't believe that you're just sitting there having drinks, that you don't have to go to some playground <laughs> and spend your whole afternoon providing some little monster snacks. At Warm Academic got in touch. While working in retail, people stopped saying, ask the girl and started saying, ask the lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lewis said when my gym trainer didn't know who Blink 182 were. Mm, yeah. I mean, they were everywhere for a very long time. They certainly were. Uh, Corey, when I started admiring my lawn <laughs> after mowing. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? You hit an even worse older stage when you start looking at other people's lawns. Like, we will, I'll go out to beers with a friend and they'll be like, check out my lawn. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> that was lush, bro. Yeah. Cause in the lawn, there's not a single brown great blade of grass in there. <laughs> not a single one poking through. That's why it looks so good. Um, <laughs> Therese said when I sneezed and threw my back out. Oh, I've been there, <laughs> Therese. Oh, I've, I got the bulging disc, no doubt about it. It's somewhere there. If your friends didn't start calling you to sneeze uh, from there, Therese, that um, I'm disappointed. Oh, God. <laughs> and Jade got in touch with us. Hello, Jade. You realised you were old while taking your students on an excursion. Yeah, yeah. So we took some um, 12 to 16-year-olds to the local museum and they had like an area that had like a video game area and they could play them and they were playing like a PlayStation one. Oh my um, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is that where I can play it? Because I've been looking, I got to tell you, <laughs> yeah. I'm keen. So, yeah. So wait, it was actually part of the exhibit of yes. what people did in old times. Yep. It was yep. use a PlayStation one in this ancient museum. Yes, yeah. Was it, it was set right up with some like sort of hieroglyphics <laughs> and like sundial and then PlayStation 1? Yeah, right next to ancient Egypt, yeah. I'm imagining the diorama of like ancient man uh, in the Neanderthal caves with a fire and a PS1. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they were, you know, I was like watching them play and they were whinging about how bad the graphics were and <laughs> all the Control is a bit small and a bit weird and now, Jade, so archaic. Did you utter the words back in my day? Did you say yes, those words? I did. I did. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. What game were they playing, if I can ask? Oh, what was it? I think it was... Um, it was Crash Bandicoot, wasn't it? I, mean, I feel, I feel like, like it was it, Crash Bandicoot, yeah. I feel like it had, could only have been Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah. That's All it. right. One of Australia's most famous marsupials. Uh, thank you very much for that, Jade. <laughs> Really appreciate you letting us know that the uh, first generation PlayStation is alongside dinosaur bones in things kids <laughs> should learn about at museums. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. Fit check. All right, it's now time for. Mind blown. Blown away. That's right. The most mind-blowing facts in the world as presented by uh, Matthew O'Kine. G'day, Matt. Hey, this is a little bit of a mind-blowing fact with regards to the Dalai Lama, Alex Tyson. It was in the news a little bit earlier this week. Did you see the you news a, um, story? You a Dalai Lama, Lama fan? You loved some Lama? I actually had no idea about the Dalai Lama, which is what the fact is. Because um, this is more of just like a little bit of a history lesson about who 
the Dalai Lama is because um he had an encounter with a with a kid made right. headlines all around the world um in what seemed to be quite a bizarre video in which the Dalai Lama asked asked the young child to suck his tongue what yeah it's 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 quite it's caused quite a stir in um you know in India there was Spanish language versions of it that went wild around the world. Is this the same Dalai Lama that's been doing the rounds for a while? Because there's multiple Dalai Lamas. When one passes on, there's a new Lama. Well, that's this is where it comes. This is what the the mind blowing thing about it comes from. Okay, so look in this clip, the 87 year old Dalai Lama, um, the boy says, "Can I hug you?" The Dalai Lama says, "Okay." Um, Dalai Lama motions to his cheek and says, here first, the, the boy kisses him on the cheek. Then, uh, the Dalai Lama says, uh, also, you know, kiss me here on the lips. The boy does that. And then the Dalai Lama says, and suck my tongue. And he sticks out his tongue and the boy, I don't know, briefly sort of puts his mouth on his tongue. Anyways, oh it's, I know, I know, right? Like, it's like, this is all, this is all in front of audiences. It's all videoed. Like it's not, I'm not yeah. exposing anything. This is just the situation that I unfolded recently. <laughs> So, I mean, it makes me kind of feel a little bit, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that at all, but it, it's, yeah, we, I don't know. We blow minds. We don't suck tongues here at Auto Breakfast. Well, it's, it seems like an interesting choice is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, who is the Dalai Lama? Like, I, like, I was <laughs> like, I don't, like, I realized that I know, but I actually don't know, no. Yeah. All right. So, you know? Okay, so this Dalai Lama is uh, is the fourteenth Dalai Lama. Okay, um, goes by the name of Tenzin Gyatso. Is not actually uh, their real name. Okay, now <clears throat> what I didn't realize is that the Dalai Lama was chosen at the age of two years old. Did you know that? Every Dalai Lama is chosen at the age of two. No, just this one was. So D- Dalai Lamas, right? are chosen because they represent mm. a reincarnation of um, the original the, Dalai Lama. The previously passed on Dalai Lama, sure. Um, so in this particular case, right, the 13th Dalai Lama, so the, the, the Dalai Lama before this one, after his death, his body lay facing south. However, a few days later, his head tilted to the east and a fungus, which was unusual, appeared on the northeastern side of the shrine that contained his body. So this was interpreted to mean, according to theconversation.com.au, that the next Dalai Lama would have been born somewhere in the northeastern part of Tibet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the district of Dokkum, okay, matched a lot of the signs that were were pointing towards where they would find the next Dalai Lama. Okay. Yep. Now, um, a boy named Lamo Dondup, two-year-old boy mm-hmm. was just the right age for a reincarnation. Okay. Based on the time of his death mm-hmm. or the 13th. Okay. So the, the search party went out. They were all dressed as uh regular lay people. Okay. Right. So they weren't Whether, in um, religious attire at all. Exactly. But they were actually the uh, closest monastic attendants. Okay. Of the 13th Dalai Lama. So very, very close to the 13th Mm. Dalai Lama. They arrived at the boy's house, okay, where they saw some immediate signs, okay, some immediate things. The two-year-old boy apparently recognized one of the search party, one of the monks in the search party, even though he was dressed as a servant, okay. Um, He remembers asking for the rosary beads the monk wore around his neck. These beads were previously owned by the 13th Dalai Lama. Mm Mm-hmm. And after that initial meeting, they came back again to test the young boy further 
And the two-year-old boy was apparently able to correctly choose out of a range of different items, all of the correct items that had previously been owned by the 13th Dalai Lama, including a drum used for rituals and a walking stick. Okay, so slightly more complicated than the psychic octopus that chose the winners at the World Cup, (laughs) which lends it more credibility. It's pretty amazing that then, and then at the age of four, he Mm. was crowned and became the Dalai Lama at four years old. And so that's about 80 years ago that happened. Yes, 83 now. And how did, how did they do it this time? They used the internet to find these people? Well, <laughs> swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will be the Dalai Lama? Lama with an R on the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if that's insensitive, but it's funny. So that's the main thing. That's the main thing. It's funny. Um, there's actually issues about who will choose uh, how the next Dalai Lama will be well, chosen because of well political difficulties between Tibet and China, Alex Dyson. Well, so that been those for a long time. China are saying that only a Dalai Lama that we choose will be the Dalai Lama that is recognised from now on, and no other Dalai no, Lama will no. be recognised. China thinks it's more powerful than fungus direction. No, <laughs> thank you very much, China. But can we? Actually, get back to the thing. What happened with his tongue suck? Well, everyone just thought it was a bit weird. I mean, that was it. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Yeah, it is. So, so it's not some sort of like choosing llama. It no. Thing. It was just. It was. They just thought like, okay, that's a bit strange. Um, yeah. The Dalai Lama. So India's Tribune News Service said the office of the Dalai Lama had not responded to phone calls and WhatsApp messages seeking response to the backlash. I don't know why I think it's weird that the Dalai Lama's on WhatsApp. Like it just feels, it just feels weird. But but I guess okay. it is. So, which part is the mind blown? I don't know. Just the way that they chose the Dalai Lama. That a two-year-old kid chose a couple of, like that they, a beads. fungus direction got. Yeah. You know, they they chased the fungus direction that he chose rosary beads and a cane and a drum, and suddenly he's a Dalai Lama, one of the most important figures of that community by the age of four. Mind blown. Oh, yeah, I'll give him that. Um, let's move on to your mind blowns today because if you send us a voice memo, matt.and.alex, with a mind-blowing fact, we would love to blow Australia's mind. And this week... It's about fungus again, Alex Dyson. Yeah. Or some fun guys. Uh, <laughs> this one's sent in by Daniel. G'day, Matt and Alex. Just a mind-blowing fact that I learnt this week. Did you know that mushrooms are, in fact, genetically closer to humans than they are to plants? Mind blown. Mind blown. What? I, why, why is that, do you think? Daniel, you've got to give us a little bit more... Wow. Mushrooms genetically similar <laughs> to humans. They have similar DNA to humans. The genetic composition of mushrooms is actually more similar to humans and plants. For example, for example, when mushrooms are exposed to sunlight, they can produce vitamin D just like humans. Whoa. Right? That that's that is quite interesting. That, I mean, we've known for years here that um both Matt and Alex can be pretty shit talkers, but didn't realize we could also be shit talkies. <laughs> And with that, I bid you adieu. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Done there. All right. We're oh, done. okay. That's the end of the show. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.